Today's episode of Spawn is brought to you by Flapjacked Mighty Muffins, a great new morning alternative to traditional breakfast options for active kids and time-crunched parents. Spawn listeners can save $10. That's 50% off their Mighty Muffin sampler pack with code COOL10 at flapjacked.com. Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPics.com. And on today's episode of Spawned, we're going to talk about the great Instagram humblebrag. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Actually, that's something parents tend to do on pretty much all social media sites, right? Not just Instagram? Uh, yeah, I think so. So we'll and talk then- about when it's okay to brag about your kids and how to and not to do it. Oh, we got tips for people about bragging? This is we do. Awesome. Bragging tips. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will end our show, as always, with our cool picks of the week. So I was kind of inspired by, uh, there's a woman I follow on Twitter named Liz Lenz. She's L-Y-Z-L on Twitter. Um, I don't just like her because she's called Liz. Although she spells it incorrectly, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> she's very smart, writer, mom, super cool. Anyway, she wrote and it came up in my Twitter feed. I'm really enjoying a lot of smug parent essays about how they wish their healthy kids would eat junk food or not speak so many languages. <laughs> What the heck? I Healthy kids. I'm so sorry, but I would never, ever in my life wish that my children would eat junk food. Yeah, and the languages. So I wrote to her something about how my kids speak Undertale and Five Nights and Freddy's, and I don't understand a word of those, so I really understand the struggle. Okay, so what you're saying is this is really a thing, because I'll be honest with you, I haven't really seen this. I mean, I've seen humble bragging, but I haven't seen this kind of humble bragging. Well, I looked at what she was talking about and sure enough show enough on salon october 1st there is an article called this is not a humble brag my kid won't eat junk food and it's all my fault (laughs) in other words this is a humble brag my kid won't eat junk food (laughs) yeah And, and it's interesting and this is not to condemn the writer who i think is a really good writer and she made some really good points but what she wrote is i turned my kid into a different kind of picky eater he'll eat kale chips but not super easy working mom needs a break food and then later she wrote i upped my budget for eating out and accepted i'm gonna have to pay an extra $4 for a measly cup of broccoli with a kid's meal. If I complain about his pickiness on Facebook, I'm accused of humble bragging, so I keep my mouth shut and we muddle along. Oh, come on. So, humble brag. I had to look it up. I'm rolling my (laughs) eyes so hard right now. So, it's actually a definition, humble brag, an ostensibly modest or self-deprecating statement whose actual purpose is to draw attention to something of which one is proud. So, I'm not quite sure that what she's talking about constitutes humble bragging. I think she's saying she was so dedicated to being the perfect mom that made the perfect organic food and did everything wonderfully that now she's ended up with a kid that won't just get the damn chicken nuggets when you're at the rest stop, right? So I think that's actually kind of interesting topic for an article, but I understand where for a lot of us, we're like, oh yeah, it's such a problem that your kid will eat hummus and not ketchup. Oh my (laughs) god. I'm sorry. I mean, I get that her intentions were not of the definition of humble brag. Yeah, yeah. But come on. But she talks about humble bragging (laughs) in the article, right? That she's accused of it. So she can't be like, oh, it's such a problem that my kid will only eat broccoli and not potato chips. So I can understand. And I think really it kind of comes down to how you write about things. And we talk about this a lot where we'll see parents, some of whom we know and love. And it's like you sometimes you just don't think you're just kind of writing about stuff in your own head and you don't realize how it comes out like, oh, I have so much to do before our family ski trip to Stad tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yes. And you're like, oh, life is hard. Exactly. Look, pop your bubble, step outside of it, you know, and take a look. And I think I try to do my best. I don't know if it's because I'm a trained therapist and like you have to be empathic. You have to be able to look at other people and do your best to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty good at being down to earth. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you're right. There are a lot of people out there, many of whom I love and some who I don't, who do this (laughs) all the time. No names. No names. But meanwhile, can we just say one thing? Yeah. Kale chips, like you can buy them. Like they're next to the potato chips. Why is that so hard? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's at like a preschool party and won't eat the potato chips and asks for kale chips. And why is broccoli an extra $4? That's what I want to know is where is she eating out? I know. Like I just don't understand. That's a humble brag in itself. Like, oh, the $4 for broccoli at the fancy restaurant I'm already taking my kids to every night. I mean, I get the sense that maybe she was trying to be self-deprecating. Like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have been the mom that was like making her own baby food like you said right right but it comes off as not so awesome right and I'm not trying to be judgy of her seriously I mean honestly I think it's great that your kid eats all that healthy food and bless you lady you did a good job I also understand the issue where sometimes we just as parents we want sympathy or empathy for whatever it is that's going on in our lives and sometimes it's brag Just brag. So that's the question. Because I think no matter what your echelon, if you have three nannies, if you are a single mom with four jobs, you know, whatever your situation, I think we always say struggle is relative, right? Everyone is entitled to their problems, even if the problems seem, you know, less than your problems. (laughs) The problem is my son eats too much broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe she's trying to find the small community of fellow broccoli eating only children to empathize with. So I get that as parents, we're trying to seek out our community. And I think that's actually one of the good things social media allows us to do, which is drill down and find our niche and be like, oh, there are other parents also going to Shad that have the same issue. The risk in that is that you cause people to become trolls. And we talked about this, right, Liz? Like there are several sites out there that like cause me to want to be a troll because you're just like this is so ridiculous oh yeah you wrote you know, to me the like, other day like, you know, where you, like, there was is... somebody writing like a crazy like perfect life thing yes yeah, so I, I think I found it on Facebook and I went to the site and it, I, it makes me want to be anonymous causing perfectly nice people like me want to troll sites <laughs> yes <laughs> and we do not suggest trolling and by the way I do not think that people bring trolling on themselves no, like, no we no, all no, have no. enough self-restraint not to have to go anonymously and make fun of people right that's we why just why we go to our podcast into it (laughs) we can we can talk to each other and bitch about it and not be a troll on the internet okay so but I want to know why people do it why are we humble bragging because this is a very specific skill set that people have when they humble brag well I think you know it's interesting because I was kind of searching around the web for this of course I want to do of course and um there, it turns out, was a PBS NewsHour interview from Gwen Eiffel. She was interviewing a woman about this very thing, an author named Yolanda Galt. And it's about why humble bragging happens and why parents should consider holding their tongues. It was really interesting. And Yolanda said a really interesting thing, that parenting didn't used to be an extreme sport and there was no Facebook, and that now social media posts are the lifeblood of the humble bragger. And she says, I get it. We feel less secure in our own worth. And she said, so tethered are the kiddos to their own self-image, meaning parents, the offspring's accomplishment become their own. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I feel like parents are damned if they do and damned if they don't, right? So yeah, like we've 
rag on Facebook and everybody gets pissed at us. You know, like all the people with no kids are like, shut up about your baby, you know, <laughs> and then everyone else doesn't want to and hear And then the about grandparents it. are like, more, more. Right, right. And no one wants to hear about your goddamn broccoli problems. <laughs> but then... <laughs> We need, like, a broccoli problems Twitter handle. Right, but then here's the thing. So then we say, okay, well, everyone's yelling at us for bragging. Uh-huh. So you know what? Maybe we need to, like, be a little subliminal about it. Maybe we need to kind of keep it, like, on the down low. Uh. Am I currently defending humble braggarts right now? I think no, I might be. keep going because this is really interesting. Well, but I think it's, like, so many things with parenting. You know, you're damned if you brag about your kids, and now you can't even humble brag about them. Maybe there's, like, a line between being proud and bragging, and I think that's what I try to do. And look, I'm proud of my kids. And I would rather be the person that's proud of my kids than like the tiger mom who's always like, you're not good enough. Right. And what else do we use social media for other than to dread the election and be proud of our children? There's no other use In for that order media. these days. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, look, both of us, our oldest daughters, love drawing manga. Yours is like prodigy in the making. Unbelievable. Oh, so please. I'll brag about your child for you. She's amazing. And look at me. I'm going, oh, hush now. But, but keep going. Oh, no. She's, she doesn't get the nozzles quite right. She's, you know, she's okay. Yeah, but we do. Look, we both share stuff about we our do. kids. We do. We post their artwork because we're proud. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i fine saying, like, I'm so proud. Look at what my daughter's doing because I think it's really cool and exciting to find something you're passionate about and that you're really good at. And, you know, look, I'm in a community where fifth graders are already, like, getting scholarships for soccer to like, high school. So I'm just happy my daughter's drawing manga characters. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. You. There you go. Is that the humble brag or is that the self-deprecating, like, well, at least she's doing something? No. I just fell into it naturally. I don't know. I know you. So I know you're not a humble braggart. But like what I just did totally without thinking about it is I think what a lot of us do. We say, oh, my daughter did this great thing. But and we feel like I think this is a woman thing because we want other women to like us. And part of how we do that is not by being too successful or too rich or too better than anyone else. And so I think that we're going deep now. Yeah. I think that to some degree, there's an instinct to say something positive and then couple it with something kind of slightly negative or self-deprecating, like you were saying, so that you don't get called out for being, you know, boastful. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I love hearing about other parents and their kids' accomplishments. That's one of my favorite parts of Facebook. Especially these days. I mean, yeah. come on. You're like, I had no idea your son was a figure skating champion. I know. Like, it's cool. I think it's awesome. I think it's wonderful. But I think, is that really all you're posting about? And is it done in a way, and here we go with a humble brag, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, well, you know. That whole tone, I think, is what kind of turns me off. I'm like, if your kid did something awesome, just say it. Throw a photo and a video. You know, in defense of parents, tone is hard. And we've talked about this in writing. Like, how many texts and emails get misunderstood or even comments on blogs? Because it's really hard to capture what you mean in, you know, a sentence or two that's written. And I think that's where people use emoji, right? To make sure that, you know, that was a wink, you know? <laughs> that was JK. an elbow in the ribs. Just making sure you knew. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. It's tone. It's kind of how you say it. Like, are you proud or are you like, oh, another medal we just don't have room for them anymore (laughs) oh god like I've seen that like that was well done I have to say you just snuck that in Liz yeah well it's not my story that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you see a post that's like oh we just can't figure out where to put another shelf on the wall for the trophies we just are out of room like I think that's the stuff that makes people annoyed why though but why why let's talk about well that's a good question why does it bother us 
if they had just said, oh, so-and-so just won another medal, yay, and put a video up, why does that not bother us? But the whole, like, oh, ourselves. That's a good question. We're even using annoying parent voices. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes. We're like, oh, ourselves are so full. <laughs> <laughs> because clearly all parents sound like they're from Downton Abbey. <laughs> Humble braggarts. Matthew, Accent. cousin Matthew, please come and see what Anna has done in the nursery today. <laughs> oh, but it's true. We're making fun of them. We have their voices. So why does it bother us? I would say it amuses me. I don't know that it bo- it bothers it me. I'm not you? like, oh, I'm bothered. I like I I find it kind of funny. You don't roll your eyes at all. You just kind of like smirk at Maybe it. Maybe it comes down to whether I know the person and I know their intent. Oh, okay. So that makes I think sense. there are people who are constantly trying to be better than everyone else, and that bothers me because it's like, why, why, why do we have to compete? <laughs> so that bothers me because I feel like that kind of brings down the whole community when someone talks about something in like kind of a braggy way versus like i'm proud of them way it makes me feel like i have to defend my kids inability to meet that standard absolutely and also i think it says something about everyone else's parenting yeah yeah like i think that's what it gets into it's like i'm a good parent that's a great point when i humble brag it's telling you and everyone who follows me I'm a really good parent. Look how great I am. Uh, so it's like an insecurity thing. But I think, you know, to your question, whenever something bothers me or a person bothers me, you know, or a political figure or somebody on Twitter, I always try to stop and think, what's going on with me that this bothers me? Because, there, you know, there's certain type of personalities that bother people and how certain ones that don't. you, Liz? Well, I can't do it <laughs> all the time. You don't belong on the internet. Get off it. <laughs> Believe me, Delete I fail a lot. Here's my humble brag. <laughs> I try and fail, Kristen. I fail a lot. <laughs> I just don't understand. Oh, it just doesn't bother me. <laughs> so let's say there's a mom in the class who's always baking the homemade everything and is always writing to everybody in the class saying like, can you bring something in? I'm making six loaves of handmade banana bread. What can you make? Like that bugs me. And then I have to stop and think, okay, you know why it bothers me is because I don't have fucking time to make six loaves of banana bread. <laughs> exactly. And so, exactly. And so I think it makes me feel insecure, you know, to Samantha's point last week about my own prioritization of time or should I be? the mom who makes the banana bread. Maybe I could watch one last episode of Penny Dreadful and get the banana bread done. So I think, you know, it's usually some insecurity in myself, admittedly, that makes me feel annoyed. It's insecurity. And I think most of the time, I mean, that's why it bothers us because otherwise, really, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, if I may say that, Uh it really doesn't matter. It has no effect on our lives whatsoever. So maybe we need to learn to sit back and chill and just kind of smile at the humble brag parents and see it as something about them as opposed to something about ourselves. Yes, I think so. I think you nailed it. And there we have solved all the problems of the parenting world. The end. Have a nice day. Go eat some expensive broccoli. Yeah, I really, I really think that a lot of stuff comes down to insecurity or seeing in others what you most fear about yourself. Absolutely, you're looking in a mirror, right? Yeah, I and mean, I think that's when you look over and you say, "Oh God, that woman. She just she made eight loaves of banana bread. Like, how did she have time to do that? Are my kids missing out because I can't do that?" That's what goes through my head too. I think we're not alone in that. I think a lot of listeners can relate to that feeling when they see these things happen. Like, oh crap! Like he got another trophy. Like, I can't even make it to ballet on time. (laughs) You know, what does this say about me? And, you know, we all want to be good parents, right? Like, we don't set out to be like, I'm going to be a shitty parent today. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we want to be good for our children. We want them to be happy. And I think when we see these humble brags, 
it really flips whatever is happening onto us. And suddenly the spotlight is on ourselves. And that that can be really difficult. I think that's a really good point. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're totally boring you by agreeing with each other on everything. <laughs> no. But, no, no, no. But I mean, I think that's a really good point that it's good to step back and be like, OK, why is this bothering me? Maybe it's just something about me. Maybe I shouldn't take it out on that person. And actually, I think about that a lot. Like sometimes on Facebook, we'll post something positive and every so often somebody pops up on our page at Cool Mom Picks and they'll be like, oh, well, if only you blah, 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 blah. And I think what's going on in that person's life? They're not happy right now. There's something not happy about a person that feels the need to go and publicly mock somebody else or go on Facebook and shame somebody for making a choice they wouldn't make, right? Yeah, like on someone's feed, they don't even know who they are, leaving a comment. I think a lot of us have a lot of stress. We have probably have a lot of pent up aggression. Mm. I mean, humble brag is pretty passive aggressive when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, we were a little passive aggressive talking about the salon article. Yeah, well, actually, I feel like I was aggressive. I just think it's lame. But, but you know, <laughs> just put it out there. No like, punches pulled from no, Kristen. No, no, no humble brags here. You know, sometimes like you'll write something on Facebook about like, oh my God, look at this cool rainbow pasta or something like that. And people are like, isn't there enough crappy food in the world for children? <laughs> I think, what? <laughs> Why not like, just let it go? I know. And so, yeah, I think as parents, we need to look at how we project ourselves online, probably because we don't want people to hate us, right? Or hate our kids. But also, I think we need to look at how we react to this stuff and figure out, like, why is this bothering us so much? And what can I do to work on myself? And we need to get lives of our own, too. <laughs> and not just look at other people's lives on Instagram. No, but I mean, like, separate from our children. I mean, I'm really trying hard at this, Liz. I mean, you know, I've been taking Pure Bar. Like, I've been really I know. trying. And, and yoga therapy. Yoga therapy. I mean, when someone asks you what your hobbies are and you literally sit in silence and it's not like a yoga silence. It's like an <laughs> awkward, I don't have an answer to this question silence. And I don't know what to say because I don't have a hobby. But you know what? That's what Ilana Galt said that I was mentioning before, that some parents feel less secure in their own worth, so they are completely tethered to their children as a reflection of their self-image. I think that's really astute. And that's not all parents, obviously. No, but that's a hard way to live. I mean, it's a hard way for your children to live. Quite frankly, it's going to do them a disservice. And it's going to do you a disservice because when they grow up, you will have nothing to do. What will you say on Facebook then? (laughs) You'll move on. Nothing. It'll be quiet. All right. So listen, is there a good way to brag, though? I want to know what you think. Well, you know, it's funny because when we started talking about this topic, I went back and I realized I had written a post on Mom 101 back in 2007. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. That's almost 10. 10 years ago, Liz. I know. Frightening. And I said, my child is smart. Want to punch me now? <laughs> that was the headline. <laughs> and it was like, my child is smart. Can you think of a single sentence uttered by a parent that can draw more ire, more eye rolls, more nasty playgroup talk behind your back? So that's where I was in 2007. Mm. And so I talked about overcompensating by saying nothing or downplaying achievements like Oh, yeah, her verbal skills are great, but she doesn't have any hair like your beautiful little girl. You know, it was that butt thing that we talked about, saying something positive and then adding a butt. And so that right. we kind of take it down, it right? Yeah, yeah. And I loved this comment from someone named Deborah on the blog. She said, my grandma always said, nothing said to other people or by other people should be of any consequence. Hmm. And then she said, what is said to your children, that's where the opportunity lies. Praise, encourage, support them, whether anyone else is around to hear it or not. (gasps) Isn't that awesome? Wait, so you mean if I praise my children, 
in real life and not on Facebook, it's really praise. (laughs) (laughs) If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to like it. (laughs) Did it really happen? (laughs) Oh, I just made Um, that up. I swear. You did. That was really good. Well, you know what? I, I would love to hear from the listeners about this because I feel like, you know what? We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We love to talk about our children and their accomplishments. And I think parents should feel free to be able to do that and not feel like they need to even be humble about it. And I think, you know what, it's better than the opposite. It's better to be like, I'm so proud of my kid because they just did this as opposed to like, Ugh, my kid is such an asshole today. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I'd rather my kids grow up and in the future search their names on Google, which they are close to doing right mm-hmm. now. And, um, you know, finding something positive I said about them as opposed to something negative. That's a great point. I know that sounds really Pollyanna-ish. No, but that's awesome. For those of you with younger kids, when your kids are like 11, you're going to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're going to be nodding. <laughs> yes. It's, that's so true. That's great. So, you know what? At the end of the day, leave them a legacy that's positive. So when you're dead <laughs> and they're looking online, they're not even going to know. Humble brag probably won't exist anymore. And they're going to be like, look, mom was talking about all those shelves that she had to build for us for all our trophies. <laughs> what a good mom she was. That we had to hawk to pay for her funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion, I guess what we're saying is it's important that you tell kids you're proud of them before you run to social media to do it, right? Yes. And that second, it's totally okay to say that you're proud of your kids. And you know what? If you're friends with us on Facebook or you're one of our readers or followers and you see something that's awesome about your kids, we will be the first to like it. Yeah, Actually, you know what? Send us nice things about your children this week. Do it on social media. You can find us at Cool Mom Picks, P I C K S. Use the hashtag Spawned Show. Should we use the hashtag Spawned Humble Brag? <laughs> <laughs> We if you want to, to we will you. find it. Yeah, you don't even have to tell us about your kids. Tell us about yourself. We would love to hear from you. You can email us, spawned at coolmompics.com. And we're on Facebook. And you know what? I'm having a lot of fun with Instagram story, too. Liz, I know you've been checking those out. I know. Well, that's another place people humble brag. That's a whole other story, isn't it? But yeah, you can find us at Cool Mom Picks, where Kristen is on every day, showing us her like no makeup selfies or her <laughs> medical ailments, or just talking about what's cool and new on our site wow. that day. Way to compel people. To, to watch Liz. No, it's funny. <laughs> You're very funny, Kristen. That was not even a humble brag. That was like a full on, you are funny brag, Kristen. Go watch Kristen with no makeup off <laughs> into the camera. You're funny about it. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Liz, guess what my kids made for breakfast today? Just wild guess. It has something to do with our sponsor. Yes. But you tell me. Yes. Our sponsor, Flapjacked. They made their pancakes. Oh, really? Were they good? Oh, my God. Margot actually made them. That's my seven-year-old. She made them all by herself because all you have to do is just add water, mix them up, and put them right on the pan. And they've got 20 grams of protein, which is a must for my kids. I am a stickler about protein in the morning. That's awesome because I have not tried them. I know you have tried them. But after you waving them to me, even after the podcast last week, I showed them to my kids online and they flipped out because I have to get my kids to eat more protein. And if it's got 20 grams of protein, I am all for that. Plus, the flavors look amazing, like s'mores and chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, so they have pancake mix, but they also have the flapjacked Mighty Muffins. And they come in little cups in six kid-friendly flavors. And all you have to do is pull the top off, put some water in there, pop it in the microwave for 35 seconds and you've got a muffin. You know what it is? It's Ray's portion bread. Ray, 
in Star Wars. <gasps> Force Awakens. Oh my gosh. Isn't it? Right? It looks like the stuff where she adds the water and then boom, she gets like a little muffin. Dude. Yeah, it's raised portion bread only. It's called Flapjacked Mighty Muffins. <laughs> and what's awesome is Spawned listeners can save $10 off the Flapjacked Mighty Muffin sampler pack if you use code COOL10 at flapjacked.com. There's an ED on there just like Spawned has an ED, right? Yeah, and there's no GMOs, <laughs> no artificial ingredients, no gluten. And you know what? With that savings, it's actually 50% off the normal price. And Pretty it lets cool. you try all the six flavors. So go to flapjack.com, use code COOL10 to get $10 off their Mighty Muffin Sampler Pack. Okay, Liz, it's time for... Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! Can I go first? Yeah, I'd love you to go first. Okay, now I will be shocked if you haven't seen this because you are the queen of binge watching and I am sorely about four years behind you. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. You were ahead of me on this one, if it's what I think. I have two words for you listeners. Luke Cage. Oh, that's where I thought you were going. I have not seen it. So tell me, tell me. Let me tell you, you know Mike Coulter, Liz, because you are a good wife fan Mm -hmm. and he plays that awful drug dealer. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's great. He's so hot. Let's just say it. He's super hot. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it's the newest Marvel series that's hit Netflix. And if you saw Jessica Jones, you saw Luke Cage in it. He was in there. So this is his story. And he is, you know, one of the superheroes that is an unlikely superhero. It's such a great cast. I love that there are so many black actors. This is such a diverse show. Yes. Like, three cheers for that. And I will say this, Liz. It is a little slow to start. Okay. So get you through You gotta stay few. with it. Yes. Yeah, stick with it. It's so this first... is Netflix, right? This is Netflix. Yeah. It's, it's a slow couple of episodes. But once you get into it, it's awesome. And I have to say, you know, you know me. I'm not a super fan of, like, violence and dark dramas and all that kind of stuff. But I've been hanging pretty well with this. Really? It's, it's not overly gory. It's very suspenseful. That says a lot because I know you really don't like dark stuff. No, I mean, no. I'm watching Penny Dreadful right now. Don't yeah. watch that. No, no. <laughs> that I mean, is I didn't my even cool make pick it through, for not Kristen. <laughs> I didn't make it through Jessica Jones. So uh, so for people out there that are wondering, you know, it's, it's not a super relaxing, kick your feet up kind of watch. Right. But it is well acted, well written. Stick with it. Luke Cage. And it's so popular. It broke Netflix. Netflix, right? I, yes. My understanding is that the premiere was so popular that Netflix crashed. So that's saying something. I'm going to have to check that out when I get through my other awful, dark, deep, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> bloody, <your> violent <laughs> films that I'm watching right now. I've actually got a book. Ooh, okay. So this is brand new. It's a Kickstarter, but it's coming out by fall. It's got a stem bent, and it's specifically for girls. Ah, fantastic. It's called Secret Code by Rad Seed. And it was actually a woman, a mom, who just came up with this idea. And it's a personalized children's book that stars your girl as a trailblazing hero. And what's really cool is the diversity of options. I mean, first of all, the illustration is awesome. So if it's called like Chloe's Secret Code or Kristen's Secret Code, you can be Asian, you can be African-American, you can look like however you look. It's very diverse in terms of the possible hairstyles and facial skin tones. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that's great, especially when it comes to girls and STEM. It's not that we don't love finding these kinds of books for boys who love them too, but it really is harder to find girls as heroes in their own adventures in general, especially when it comes to STEM. We wrote about it on Cool Mom Picks, so we'll link it up on our site with all 
of the other links you heard here today. I have not seen the book. I've only looked at the website and seen the possibility for it, and it seems fantastic. So I hope that it does really well, especially because it's really a startup from a mom. So I'm going to call that my cool pick of the week, Secret Code by Radseed at radseed.org. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Spawn. Thanks to our sound engineer, John Bowen, who is awesome. And hey, we love hearing from you, our listeners. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show. Make sure to subscribe and download our episodes. And tell a friend. We love to get new listeners. And if your friends are as cool as you, then we welcome them into the Spawn family. Any friend of yours is a friend of ours, basically, is what we're saying here. Thank you so much for listening to Spawn. This is Liz. This is Kristen. Have a great day. Great day.